Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. Well, hi everybody, and welcome to the circle. Um, it's it's going to be an interesting day. First of all, the energy is so crazy out there because of the full moon and everything. Everybody is off whack just slightly. But um, aside from that, <clears throat> topic of the day is meditation, and all of us have heard that term thrown around so often that it has become hackneyed and. And it truly has become hackneyed. When you think of meditation, you think of people sitting in, in, you know, in the lotus position, zoning out and tapping into the universe. And, and while it's an image that we have held on to and we've looked at and we've said, oh, yeah, that's meditation, that's not really what meditation is. I know that uh, a lot of you have heard me say that, that meditation is not going to get you, it doesn't make you spiritual. It makes you calm. But it doesn't make you spiritual. Spirituality, the actual act of being spiritual, and is is connecting to your higher consciousness, and then walking the philosophy that is carried within that you've carried through time. But we'll go into that a little bit in a little while. Um, I, I have said a number of times, you know, I've sort of, I, I feel, I feel bad. I sort of have trashed meditation, and and I shouldn't have because it is a part of becoming a spiritual energy on the earth plane. It is a bridge, if you will, that is a very helpful bridge. Uh, but, but, you know, it in and of itself does not make you a spiritual person. And, and I think that's, that's where, where, you know, I have juggled this whole philosophy thing and how, how do I present it to you? How do I um, help you to understand that that being a being on a spiritual pathway means that you you truly change the way you live your life your philosophies your perceptions everything and and you tap into your higher consciousness so you kind of let go of the ego and you allow that that greater richer bigger part of you to have a greater part and manifest within your reality i know those are words 
And I know that, that unless you have experienced it, unless you, you, you know kind of exactly what I'm talking about, it, it, it almost sounds like Greek. Meditation in and of itself has been with us for, well, I think it's been with us since the beginning of time. So the consensus of opinion is at least 3,000 years, and they, they give the Greeks the, the, I don't know, the kudos with, with having sort of, um, created it um and and it it really wasn't the greeks it was it was people who were sort of dipping into oriental mystical philosophy and and then they brought it forward and then it was brought forward and then it was brought forward and then it was brought forward so that lots of different levels of of philosophy are are integrated into what meditation actually is and uh, I, I have been struggling with it greatly, trying to to ex, to explain it to to you. I know I sent you a ton of material, and if you read through it, if you have read through it, you'll have a better understanding of, of what it actually is. I also told people that when they signed up for the workshop that they should leave their um, spirit guides and their master teachers and all of those guys at the door. And the reason... I said that was because basically you carry within you an all-knowing, all-wise, fully developed master spirit. You don't have to go outside yourself to find someone wiser. You've got the wisdom inside of you. And the purpose of, of this circle is to, pro- to help you understand, hiccups, sorry, to help you understand that, that a true spiritual being is one who has let go of the ego and made a connection with the higher consciousness that is that greater part of us, that, that part that is a part of God. And, and I guess I have to apologize ahead of time if I, if I insult anybody's religion or their own spiritual philosophies. Um, it, it's, it's, spirituality has nothing to do with religion. Not today, anyhow. Um, and, and I'll get into that a little bit later, too. But, but for now, I, I want to really kind of help you to understand what it is I'm talking about. Meditation is a form of self-realization, of understanding that you are not only a part of God, but God incarnate. And, and in many ways, Jesus had his he he was totally self-aware and he understood that process and he was trying to teach it to everybody he was trying to make everybody understand it and and after he um was no longer with us um his teachings and philosophies were were taken up by a group of people who created a religion around him let's remember that Jesus was a rabbi an absolute full Jewish person and and his message of love and kindness and sharing and compassion um, have been interwoven into many religions to the to this point in time. Um, Jesus was only one of many master teachers that have been on this earth plane, and every single one of them, um, whether it's it's Buddha or or Krishna or Jesus. Um, all of these 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 amazing and we'll call them gurus for want of a better word um came here with a message of love and kindness and compassion and that since they have no longer been with us people followers have 
created religious organizations around them. That was never their intent. They did not want or expect to become um, a religion. They wanted to teach the, 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 the discovery, the searching and the discovery of what self-awareness is. And meditation is one way of, of moving into um, this, this aspect of, of, of touching into that, that concept of yourself. Um, there, there was a part here in the material I sent you, the difference between prayer and meditation, and and basically, and, and they, they, they put the existence of religion back 40,000 years. I, I think religion goes back to whenever man, you know, decided to walk the earth and, and walk upright as a, different, as a different entity, whether we evolve from the apes or not, and I'm not really sure about that, to tell you the truth. But, but when we pray, we are praying to a God. We are in many ways saying, I don't have the control, I don't have the power. The reality is you carry the power inside of you. So that when you are praying, you are looking to someone else to solve your problems. You are looking to someone else to give you answers. And, and when, when you meditate, you are walking across that bridge of understanding of light that you carry within yourself. You are becoming self-aware that within you is all the, all the, the power of creation, all the wisdom of time. Everything is inside of you. And meditation is a way of setting aside the ego and moving into that, that, that part of yourself that is a part of creation. So that, so that, um, People who pray, people who say they, they have um, a master spirit guide or whatever, that master spirit guide is really their higher consciousness taking on a form that they, are, um, that they will be accepting of to give them the advice, the, the, to basically advise themselves. And lots of people prefer to not take um, the, the conscious um, responsibility of the fact that they are talking to themselves. They are talking to that part of themselves that is a part of, for want of a better word, God. So that, so that you know, we're, uh, we're, we're trying to get to a place where we have total awareness, total self-awareness. We know who we are as a person because we have a name and we have a, um, we have a job and we have a religion and we have, all, you know, all careers. We have lots of ways of defining that person that walks the earth plane at this point in time but that's not who you really are you are that ego certainly a part of that but the greater part of you is that part of the creator that that part of 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 wisdom knowledge and and creation that you carry inside of you and so when you become self-aware when you understand that you are all there is that that you have the capacity inside of you to make the changes you need to make or to take the power you need to take or or to shift your focus and become yet another person you have that all within you uh the the first i can't the first seven sessions we did um the last the last time we we had um circle 
we're all basically saying it's you. It's inside of you. You carry it within you. You don't have to reach outside of yourself. You have to reach inside of yourself. You have the power. You are the, you, you are the creator. And if you choose not to be, then other people create for you and then you give your power away. But, but the reality is you have the power within you. And, and so many people don't understand that there is that bridge inside of them. There is that, that aspect of themselves that, that needs to, to, to cross that bridge and move into greater awareness. And meditation is the way to go. It, you know, can you do it in other ways? Probably. But, but the reality is meditation is a wonderful way to get there. I, I, and, and as many people as there are hearing my voice, that's how many different um, methods of meditation there are. And, and the reality is, and I've listed tons of them for you here, I have given you so many alternatives that it just it staggers even me. And, and the reality is that over the last 50 years, I've taken a little bit of everything and created my own form of meditation, and that's what I do. Sometimes I just listen. Sometimes I'm out in the garden. Sometimes I'm in a creative process. The reality is you connect to that higher consciousness. You connect to that self-awareness. If any of you have seen the Mandela's that I did that became a deck of cards or looked in the Mandela gallery on my website and seen the hundreds of Mandela's I drew, I did not, my ego did not do those. I was attached to the creativity that came from my higher consciousness and through me flowed that energy that created what you see. Um, it, it's, it's an amazing place to get to. When you get to it, you feel a click in. When you feel the click in, you know that you are, you are streaming creative energy, spiritual energy from that very core of the essence of your being. Now, um, lots of us have, and, and, and almost every, everybody that I look of, look, looked at as far as philosophy, and there are a lot of them here, um, they have the, the same, the same feeling about this, this information, this energy, this way of life that I do. That, that if you, if you are seeking to become self-aware, if you are seeking to discover within yourself that link to the creator and, and, um, the omnipresence that is that is us that that there should be no charge and and i'm not i don't mean to i am actually trashing but i don't mean to if someone charges you to teach you this um now now something like tai chi or you know a lot of these a lot of these different methods do need to have a teacher at first yeah yeah and and it's fair that they get um they get a compensation of some sort. But too many people out there tell you they're going to take you to self-awareness and then they take you through lead meditations and then after 10 sessions, you know, you're, you're there and congratulations and here's the certificate. Trust me when I tell you, when you have made that connection, there is not a single bit of doubt within you that you have made that connection. And once you've made it, 
you can go back to it over and over and over again. You will not need master guides, master teachers. You will not need gurus. You will not need a teacher to tell you how to get to that place because you have been there once. And once you, it's like riding a bicycle. Once you have clicked in, then you're there forever. Now, you may choose not to listen, but that's certainly up to you. Now, um, the, there are there are so many different ways of meditating that it's staggering. We'll, we'll go into those, you know, a little on down the road here. But I do want to to get into that aspect of the difference between meditation and prayer, because because meditation has nothing at all to do with religion, though most religions have incorporated some form of it, you know, in one way or another into their their methodologies and their their dogmas and all of that stuff. When you're praying, you are you are praying to someone to help you. You are praying to the source of all creation. You are not acknowledging that you are a part of it. When you meditate, you're seeking that bridge inside of you that takes you to that aspect, that takes you to the wisdom that's there. And and it's important that you understand that, that lots of times we need to 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 listen. And and spiritual meditation um there's 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 no dogma there's no requirement spirit to be spiritual to meditate and spiritually connect to that part of you there's there's no there's no price except you have to take action there's um it, it's it's you're not you're not praying to yourself you're seeking wisdom that you already carry within you so that so that what you've got here is i mean there, there are lots of prayer is is i there's there's nothing I have against it, but you're asking for some entity out there to intervene within your life when when the total power is within you and and so so you, you know you're going outside of yourself. Spiritual meditation, on the other hand, places no limit on on our realization. It's a non-dualistic practice, and its goal is to merge our inner I feeling, you know, the ego, with the infinite consciousness that we carry within and that we are a part of. So that so that basically, um let's see here, what's it says here, um, one of these people says, I think it very likely that all of the great spiritual teachers practice some kind of spiritual meditation and initiated their closest disciples to the practice and that they're their inner teaching was lost over time. But the key to realizing what these enlightened individuals realized has always been and will always remain spiritual meditation. You go inside of yourself. You, you, carry, you carry that link to the infinite inside of you. And meditation is an amazing way for you to get from, from the ego-based physical reality to the spiritual higher consciousness that is inside of you. So that when you're, when, you're, when you're looking for a form of meditation, when you're looking for a way to bridge that gap, um, you have to understand that, that you're not going outside yourself, you're going inside yourself. Um, the, the, the key, the connection, it's all inside of you. And it's, it's an amazing process when you, when, you, when you cross that bridge. But understand that when you cross that bridge, you leave your ego behind. 
if you're e- if you try to take your ego with you, all you're going to hear is your ego talking to you. And and while well, egos are great things, and I highly recommend that everybody have one, and we all do. But but that's that's not the point of this. The ego is of this world only, of this life only. And if what you're looking to do is to is to become more spiritual, to to manifest a greater spiritual energy within your your reality, that, and then you have to let the ego go for that period of time. Certainly, when you go back to your job, when you go back and you do stuff with your family, you know you need the ego for that. You certainly do, but it's it's a part of your character, a part of your personality. It's a part. Of, it, it 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 it's one of those things we need to have in the physical reality. Now there are those people that have been absolutely selfless that have walked. Um, a lifetime of being only in the now, not worrying about what's been or what's coming, but being only in the now. Those are amazing people. Those are amazing individuals, and there haven't been a lot of them. So, I mean, if you if you want to try to make, to make it to that level, go for it. I have no idea if you're meant to be that or not. But 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 for right now, we're looking to bridge from from the ego to the higher consciousness. And the important thing first, first step, forget forget about getting comfortable and settling down and breathing deep. First, you have to understand that that's what you're looking for. You're not looking for some somebody in a white robe and sandals to come in and sit down and teach you because you already are there. You're not looking for God to come in on a chariot with lightning flashing. You're already there. So... So understanding that you carry that kind of, my word, magic inside of you, you know, once you've touched it, once you've become a part of it, once you've, once you understand you can reach for it and become it, then, then it's, then it's just a matter of finding a way that is most comfortable for you to get into that, that, that essence of yourself. Now, most of you probably have tried one form of meditation or another over time, um, we all have. I, I've, I've, I've fallen asleep in lead meditations. I've gotten cricks in my back from, from sitting and chanting. I've um, dozed off through a number of other ones so that, so that you have to find a method that is appropriate for you. And it's okay to create your own. You just have to understand that the ego has to go away. You have to be able to, continue to be in the absolute now and not be distracted by the exterior stuff not to be um not to be bothered by the did i put the toilet seat down or did i not i mean it it's just you know it's it's a hard thing to do it's a hard thing to let go of and not everybody does it you know right away not everybody is perfect um and and lord knows you know there are times when meditation is not easy to get into but even science is beginning to realize that meditation is is something that helps a, a person in many different ways. It it um, changes your 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 brainwave patterns. Um, it, it can reduce you know your blood pressure. It uh, using meditation, you can even um, you can even turn off the fact that you're feeling something. I, I mean, if you're really good at meditation, you can use it for a tremendous number of things. And in the very, the very last part of what I sent you, had a hundred reasons why meditation is um, 
a hundred different things that, that make meditation um, beneficial to your life. Um, and and what I love here is that one of these guys gave a terrific, a terrific, a terrific explanation of spirituality. He said, spirituality is that which concerns infinite consciousness. And it's not spiritualism, it's spiritual spirituality. And... Um, you know, and, and, and spiritualism, of course, is, 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 well, they call it a religion now, but it's really not. But spirituality concerns infinite consciousness, the same ultimate truth that was realized by the great spiritual teachers throughout history, such as Buddha, Jesus, Krishna. The goal of life is to merge the individual mind into infinite consciousness, and the way to attain this is by practicing a spiritual meditation. Now, um, it doesn't mean that, that that you're just focused on on um, you know spiritual concepts and stuff like that. You know we have a reality here, and so so what we're what we're looking to do is to merge that that our rational self with the concept of God and and the infinite consciousness that is out there. Um, r- religious stuff is is dogma. It's it's saying that you don't have the power, but but come to us and we'll help you find the power. But but that's not you don't do it. Spirituality states that the purpose of human life is to merge oneself into infinite consciousness. And so what you, what we're looking for is a way to cross over that bridge. And, and I keep seeing a bridge here, so I guess I have to keep saying calling it a bridge. Um, now, one of the the, the cool things that, that you know in, in I mean, I, I went through all of this material any number of times, and there are so many different kinds of meditation that that you know to 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 go through these and kind of try to to touch into all of them is is kind of ridiculous. I, I'm gonna I'm going to I'm going to assume all of you have the material and and that you will at some point in time read through it and see if you can't find. Um, they have they have um let me see if I can find it. They they have different types of meditation and, and they um they go into all of them as to you know, the Zen meditations and chanting and guided meditation and qigong and chai chi and yoga. Um and and it does it does it absolutely does change your life. But basically, you're listening. You're 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 listening to the counsel of your higher consciousness, and and it's really imperative that you understand that you're listening to yourself. One of the, um, I think, in one place, and I'm pretty sure I marked it. No, no, of course I can't find it. Um, in it, it, in one place, it um, somebody asked this guy, "Oh, here, do you need to have a guru?" And and this is important. This is important. And and the word guru means dispeller of darkness and usually refers to the infinite consciousness acting as a teacher or guide to individual souls. So since um, infinite consciousness is omnipresent, the real guru is actually within us. Now, there are... There are, are, are gurus out there. There are spiritual teachers out there, and and it's 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 okay to to find someone who 
who is able to open some of these doors for you. It, it's okay to to have to to find someone who you're comfortable with that is not saying it's my way or the highway. And and I, I strongly urge you to seek out people that are not going to charge you for this trip because it shouldn't be charged for. And there shouldn't be a certificate at the end of a, of a period of time that, 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 you know, you can hang on the wall and point to and say, I have ascended, because it's garbage. I'm really sorry, but it's garbage. Um, a dispeller of darkness. Um, I kind of look at what I do here is I hand you a sack of seeds and you can plant them or not. You can nurture them or not. You can um, water them and fertilize them or not. You, you can then reap a harvest or not. It's totally, absolutely up to you. You have that inner guru. And if it's appropriate for you, take the material, take, take the things that we talk about here in the circle, take the, take the aspects of, of spirituality and understand that it's, it's not a religion, it's a way of life. And there is no dogma connected to it, although, although um, the golden rule is certainly at the foundation of spirituality. And it's also at the foundation of most of the, of the religions out there. Um, what organizations have done with the, the beautiful, pure teachings of people like Jesus and Krishna and Buddha um, is very sad. But, but the reality is you can get to those, those simple truths because they're, they're, they're simple and they're there and they're so easy to find and they're so easy to see that there's no mystery to it. Um, those large organizations are just banking on the fact that they can, they can scare you into their dogma and, and make it seem as though, you know, if you follow them, then, you'll, then, then you can buy your way into redemption and, and, and all of that. You're already redeemed. You have God inside of you. You're a part of God. You're a manifestation of God. And sometimes I stop myself and I think, you know, that's really true, that we each and every one of us are a manifestation of God within the earth plane. God gathering material, God understanding concepts, God understanding how, how the workings of everything are, is going on. And if you are a manifestation of God, do you really want to not pay for something that you got by accident? Do you really want to give God a bad name? Um, it, 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 sort of, it, it puts a great deal of responsibility on you. As soon as you have that connection, as soon as you know that that's there, as soon as you understand the truth of who you finally are, then, then you look at how you interact with everybody else with a great deal more responsibility and concern about, am I putting my message across? Is this truth appropriate? Is this something that I truly, you know, that, that, that is true and right? Now, you'll feel more... The cool thing is about meditation is that, um, is that, that it has many, many perks and it's perfectly, it's, it's as free as it comes. But you'll feel more mental peace, you'll feel more balanced, you'll feel more creative, um, you'll feel a greater purpose in life, you'll find you have a greater self-awareness, you'll understand universal love more, you'll be, you'll be healthier, you'll have better concentration. Um, I mean, it goes on and on and on. There's a joy connected to it. It's just unbelievable. But um, I, a long time ago, I was in a... 
it was a graduate class. I don't really remember exactly what the class was, but it's that long ago. But but the professor um, was trying to you know see the 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 exercise was how many how many words can you read in how many minutes? And so after we'd all read this the, the as far as we could. Um, he called time, and, and you know we counted up the m- number of words that we had read. And um, he had all of us stand up, and he said, "Okay, those of you that read this many words, sit down." And then those of you that read this, sit down. And then it, it finally he, he went quite far, but he finally came to a place where there were only three of us standing. And and you know and and of course every time he was telling somebody to sit down, the number was greater. So so when it got to the last three of us, and there were about 300 people there, he said, okay, see these three people? Everybody look at them. I'm going to make them all sit down at once. And, and you know, we're looking at each other. One, we had nothing in common. All we knew was we had read an exceptional number of words in a very short period of time. And he said, everybody who meditates, sit down. And we all sat down. So it, it, it gives you greater focus, greater concentration. It's an amazing thing. And, and you don't have to do it more than 15 minutes a day, you know, twice 15 minutes a day if you're really, really, you know, gung-ho and excited about it. But but understand, you, find, you have to find and develop your own way of doing it. Um, I garden, I write, I draw and I paint. Um, every now and then I just sit and stare at the pond and, and I just kind of feel the energy flow through me and I know that, that I'm no longer just Barbara sitting here. I'm a part of the pond and a part of the brooks, the, the uh, birds and a part of the trees. And, and you feel a sense of, of being a part of creation that is profound, but it's letting go of that ego. Now, a lot of people have trouble with letting go of their egos because they think, oh my God, I can't because that's who I am. But the reality is what you're doing is letting go of, look at it this way. You have, most of us, five digits on each hand and five digits on each foot. So it's 20 digits. In, in, in essence, you are letting go of a fingernail. And the rest of it is all part of the God within so you're just sending it off to lunch. Oftentimes when I'm, when I'm doing channeling and stuff like that on shows, when I'm doing readings on people, I literally will, 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 I'll literally say, okay, you know, Barbara, take a nap because we have work to do. And, and I really feel the door closing. I really feel as though, okay, I'm, I'm not that ego anymore. I'm just a, a conduit, a channel. Um, something that reaches into that higher part of me that is God. Now, am I perfect? Can, you know, when you're, when you're doing stuff like this, no one is in physical form an absolute perfect master. You know, there's always a little fraying around the edges. That's, that's just normal. But, but you get a taste of a little bit about what it's like to be on the other side you, you begin to understand just a little bit more how when people cross over, they let go of, of the anger and the, and the bitterness and, and, you know, nastiness or whatever. It just, it, it's not a part of the God within. It's just not. That's love. That's total love. That's unconditional love. 
and sometimes we tend to forget that. Um, it's it's sort of like, you know, there there are any number of ways of of hitting the um, that level of consciousness, and meditation is 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 really the one that I advise. Now, there are people that have used drugs to sort of get to that that place inside of themselves and now I've never done it so I really can't speak from experience but but from what I understand it is a very warped sense of that self it's like it's like going to the fun house at a at a carnival and looking in the wavy mirror you know yeah you're seeing some of the stuff that's there but it's all distorted so you're not really getting the purity of vision that you would get if you were actually meditating and Mindless meditation is is teaching you to be mindful and alert of everything you do in your lives and giving deliberate thought and concentration to everything you do. Um, it, it makes you more aware of, of here. And um, Eric's saying some people say meditation is letting go of the ego. Some say it's dispatching of the mind. Is it sometime only one or the other, or is it always both? Okay. Um, the ego is always let go of in meditation. The ego is not a part there. And it's not dispatching of the mind as much as it is opening your awareness to something greater. And if you're truly meditating, first of all, your ego is not present. If you're truly meditating, hear that? <laughs> um if you're truly meditating, the ego is not involved. It's sitting, it's sitting by you watching a movie and eating crackers while you, while you do your touching in with your higher consciousness. Um, the mind is, is only part of the consciousness and what you're, and, and understand the consciousness is only of this reality. And you want to reach beyond that. You want to reach into universal consciousness. You want to reach reach into the 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 total consciousness of all of creation. So so if your if your if your mind is still there, if you're analyzing, if you're if you're qualifying or quantifying, then your mind, your consciousness is still there. And if and and I have to say this. Um, okay, the ego is the mind, the, the consciousness. So the ego and the consciousness are the same thing. So basically, you, you, you don't let go of them. You, you just turn them off for a little while. And it's hard at first. It's very hard at first. I know the first, the first couple times I tried meditation, um, I, I literally got so frustrated that, that I just quit because it seemed to me that, that so much trivia kept coming into my mind that I wasn't able to let go of it. I wasn't able to. And what you do is when you, if you're, if you're just, if you're just doing a clear the mind and, 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 you know, let peace ensue, then, then as things come into your consciousness, that's your mind thinking, you, you acknowledge it and let it go. You just let it pass through. And sooner or later, the, the, the line of the trivia and the stupidity of some of, the, uh, some of life's problems um, trickle all the way through. And so this, this is, you know, and, and that's the hard kind to do at first, I have to tell you. I, I strongly, and, and I speak only from my own experience. So, 
Some people are able to do the transcendental meditation where they're, where they're constantly chanting a mantra of some sort. Sometimes that's easier for people to do because they're thinking of the mantra and they're not thinking of what they, what they, what the other stuff they could be thinking of. It's very hard to be focused on a word and saying it over and over and over and over again. It's very hard to then let other thoughts come into your mind. The, the, the mantra kind of shuts it out and it's a, it's a good way to start. Um, if if you do something like Tai Chi or Qi Kong, um, that's a moving meditation. You're focused on your on your movement, and therefore you're not focused on what you're having for dinner. So that so that you know, for those of us with very very active minds, doing doing something that requires some sort of physical participation in it, so to speak. Um, when I garden, I am one with the garden, um, I, I'm not thinking about anything at all. I'm letting my hands pull out weeds. I'm replanting things. I, I'm totally gone to, to this reality, except I'm working on my garden that in many ways to me represents a greater garden or a cosmic garden or, or something like that so, that, so that there is that sense of peace. When I, um, when I was painting the Mandela's, I was not thinking about what color goes here and what should, where should this go. I just let it happen, and I knew, I honest to God knew that the right, would, the right thing would be in the right place at the right time, and it was. And, and for a great deal of the time that I painted, um, especially the deck of cards, I really, um, I was existing on maybe two hours of sleep a night. It took me nine months to do it. I didn't miss a day of work, and I didn't miss a legal, uh, a little league game. Um, and I had never been more energized in my entire life. You're going to find that, that should you commit yourself to, to trying to meditate, to finding a method or a way that is appropriate for you, um, once you find one, um, you will find that, that you are you have more energy, that you have greater focus, that that um, that you are able to um, do far more in less time than ever before. I taught special education. I taught retarded children, and and I'm not sure that that is the the term that is applicable now. I guess it's challenged individuals or anyhow. I I taught Down syndrome children. I taught. Um, um, children whose parents had been alcoholics, I, I, and, and the term that used to be applied to it when I started <clears throat> 50 years ago um, was mentally retarded. And um, I can remember we were talking about somehow meditation came up, and I said to them, okay, let's do this. Let's, let's meditate a little bit each day. And I brought in... Um, the the very resonant wind chimes, a, a tape of them just gonging, and 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 as they gonged, you could feel it resonate within your body. And I and I talked to them about, you know, you're going to hear the sounds, and when you hear the sounds, feel the vibration go through your body. And as it goes through your body, it just it it echoes in your body. And then the next one comes, and and you echo with that tone. And then another one comes, and you echo with that tone. And I found that the scores of my kids um, was phenomenal. Sometimes it was as much as a 15-point raise on their IQ over a year's time. So, um, it, it, you know, again, I, 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 I recommend you doing something where you are 
where you are having to do something repetitively or listen to something and, and, and kind of going along with the sound as you know, that's my suggestion if you've never meditated. And if you do meditate now, great. You find you have something that works for you. Absolutely spectacular. Um, but, but for those who that have never tried it before, it can be, it can be overwhelming. But, but what is it, what it is, what it does is it, 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 it kind of, in order to, to really get into meditation, you need to have, you know, it helps you to have a quiet mind and your thinking becomes quiet and, and you stop focusing, you know, on, on the, on the stresses of the day and life's problems and, and you just let that voice in your head be quiet. Now, that's not easy, but, but when you get there, you begin to be in the now rather than focusing on the past or the future. All, all meditative practices involve focusing on the now. Sometimes you focus on your breath. Sometimes you focus on your heartbeat. Um, it does take you to another place inside of you eventually. It increases brain activity in an area of the brain associated with happiness and positive thoughts and emotions. And some evidences show that, that regular practice brings prolonged positive changes in, in, in your life. So it's, it's yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> I just saw, wow, energized for nine months, two hours sleep. Um, it was spectacular. It was, it was the... It was the the best high I have ever had in my entire life, and I have had some pretty cool highs. Um, I was I was clearer. I was better focused. I was the the time that I painted those cards was was it was just spectacular. I can't I can't um, you know I I I'm not I I'm a, I'm a very poor drinker. I can't drink. I'm I. I throw up almost immediately. So I've never gotten any pleasure out of that. And I, I have never um, experienced use, utilizing drugs um, for the, for that purpose. You know, I, I've had drugs that made me happy, but, um, but never, you know, they were prescription drugs. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, this, this was, this was amazing. And, and, and I talked, I've talked to people that have used heroin and cocaine and, um, and and we've described, you know, we we've sort of compared highs, and nothing, nothing ever, ever, ever has equaled that kind of a moment where, where I was so deeply involved in a creative process that it overwhelmed my physical reality, and it it, it clarified everything. And I still went to work, and I still taught school, and and it was just amazing so you know and i'm not saying that anybody take up that kind of you know everybody has their own pathway everybody has their own method everybody has their own way of of utilizing um this kind of trip but it's an amazing kind of trip i would love for all of you to try it in 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 one way or another um there, let's see, what do they say? And, and they do talk about you get in the zone and you experience a flow. You do. You do. Um, and and it, it's just an amazing thing. And once you're there, it, it, it does awaken other parts of you. And, and what I'm finding with, with meditation, if you have a problem and, and you utilize meditation to sort of clear, clear the deck so to speak so that so that so that appropriate thought and appropriate energy and appropriate focus can come through it does 
Um, you will not meditation will not make you a psychic or or a medium, but it will make you it will help you to become so much more spiritual. And by becoming more spiritual, you you do become more sensitive to yourself and other people. It's it's just an amazing experience. Now, um, and and I know I've said you know meditation will not make you a psychic. It won't. Um, nothing will make you a psychic. You actually are psychic. Meditation will help you to clear away the ego, which is the the, the greatest danger of being a psychic or a medium or a channel. It, it it helps you to move into that flow of universal consciousness, cosmic awareness, and it enables you to tap into that aspect of real uh, of of reality as a whole, and bring greater peace and love and tranquility and focus and joy into your life and into the world. Um, it's it's. Um, being psychic and being a medium or being a channel or being a a shaman or being you know any of those words um is it's cool but but that's not the purpose of life when when I first started in this field oh so long ago um i I did study in a spiritualist church and during if you've ever been to a spiritualist service it's it's like a it's like a watered down Presbyterian church service even the same hymns. But at the very end of the service, they do mediumship. And I often said to the um, minister, you know, okay, so this is, this is, it's not a parlor trick, but it's on the same level. And, you know, why would you put that into the service? And he said, it's the hook. If we can get them into the building, we can give them the message, and then we give them, you know, the, the reward for sitting through the sermon. And, and we do the mediumship, and and um, I still think it's strange, but but that that's their philosophy, and of course you know they were teaching a spiritual philosophy, but but it's being and I'm telling you you know from experience having a spiritual pathway that you actually can feel the flow of is one of the most incredible things in the entire world. Now, we, we've, ta- we've talked now for, I forget how many, the first session we did about 15 different circles, and, and now we're on to, to this time, so 16, almost 20 circles. And, and I've been hammering at you. You have the power within you. You are God. You're, you're, you're a part of God, but you are God. It's like every, dro- every drop of water, if you analyze it, every drop of water is the same as the oceans. I mean, the same property. And, and yes, there's salt water and there's fresh water. I get that. But but if you if you take clear water, pure water, and and you analyze it, you'll find that the same material is in the ocean as it is in the single drop of water if you if you that's a better analogy if you take a drop of the ocean and and you you analyze it and you take the ocean in its totality they have the same components whether it's a drop or billions and trillions of gallons they have the same properties the same qualities and they have the same capacity to do the same thing yes an ocean will put out a forest fire a drop of water will not but don't go there. Um, 
the analogy I'm trying to give you is that, that we are a part of that which some people call God. I call it infinite intelligence. I call it, you know, create, create, the great creator. I mean, I, I call it a lot of different things because I don't want to limit it by calling it God. And, and when, you, when you have the option of t- tapping into all of creation as opposed to sitting quietly and asking for someone to intercede for you, I mean, which way would you go? Wouldn't you go directly to the source within yourself as opposed to standing in line for somebody else to intercede for you? Um, It just makes more sense. And the teachings of all of these wonderful gurus that have been on the earth plane have have become religions. They, They have become practices and corporations. And they do use you know, threats and they use fear and, and, you know, you won't get there unless you come through me. That's not true. You're already there. And, and if, if we could all go back to the original teachings of, of Buddha and, and Krishna and Jesus, and, and there were others too, but those, those were the big ones, um, you would find that, that their message is exactly the same Exactly the same. Well, it's it, it's it's very much like exactly what what we've been talking about for for months now. Actually, um, you have the power inside of yourself. You are responsible for everything that comes into your life, and you're responsible for your actions as you go through those experiences. Meditation will help you to find that bridge inside of you, and and if you're anything like me, you will try. Lots and lots of <laughs> different medica- med- medication meditation techniques. I mean, they have concentration meditation, mindfulness meditation, reflective meditation, creative meditation, heart-centered meditation. There are moving meditations. There are sleeping meditations. I mean, you know, for every for every person on this earth plane, every single one, there is a separate bridge that they will find that they can use to bridge that, that, that river of fear of whatever, and they can leave their ego, their consciousness, their, their, that, that aspect of themselves that is only of this reality, and they can move into that greater awareness. And, and it's such an amazing high. It's, it's just it's amazing. Um, we have creative, the creative techniques, I thought, were, were kind of fun. And, and creative meditation enables us to consciously cultivate and strengthen specific qualities of mind, patience, appreciation, sympathetic joy, gratitude, love, compassion, all of those um, that, that, that are a part of the natural world are among the attributes that are most commonly cultivated. Creative meditations invite us to actively nurture these strengths of character by thinking, speaking, and acting as though those qualities are more fully alive within us. It's sort of like if you believe it, if you become it. If you if you if you live it, you are it. So so it's a matter of um of of, of utilizing that bridge inside of you and it's kind of like uh, you know, you can build the bridge if if you want to sit and and if you want to focus on building a bridge to, I, I, w- I was going to say a light within, but that's just 
so misused. Let's let's just say that that there is a the physical reality represents you know those things that are physical and heavy, and a bridge to another level of consciousness would be over fear, ignorance, and and um, doubt. And create any kind of bridge you want to, but but sit for 20 minutes a day and work on your bridge. And and ultimately, you'll have that bridge and you'll have an aha moment. Um, For some, it happens immediately. Some, it takes months and months and months. Some people um, try lots and lots of different ways of of getting to that spot. But, But the important thing for you to know and realize today, whether you're a meditator or not, is that there is that other level. I've been there, I've seen it, and I, you know, I'm, I, I have clay feet just like the rest of you. And it took me a heck of a long time to find, um, to understand that I didn't have to do it like people told me it had to be done. Reality is, if it works for you, then it's your way. And, and that's all you have to know. If you feel that flow, if you are carried away by that flow, if you feel the joy of creation inside of you, if you are happier and lighter and more positive in your everyday life, then you hit the flow. And it's that simple. Um, it's, it's a way of, of bringing a greater part of the mystical the spiritual into your everyday life because if you're happier, if you're kinder, if you're more patient, if you if you are more energized by by the joy and love of what you've experienced within a meditation, then you will radiate that energy and you will change your reality. It's an amazing tool. Now, can you get there without meditation? I I of course you can. It's not an absolute, but. I feel that, that, that in many ways, just knowing that you have set the ego aside is an important lesson. And the only way I know of that you can set the ego aside is by utilizing some form of meditation. Now, if there are other forms, heck, let me know. Um, you know, because I'm always open to, to trying something different. But but it's 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 something that, that I mean, there are chakra meditations, there are... Um, and and chakra meditations are really kind of cool because actually what you're doing is you're focusing on each of the seven chakras. Of course, you have to learn what they're all about. But but once you've learned about them, what what they're all about, and and how how to visualize them, and and you can visualize them by swirling colors, by radiating colors, by pulsating colors. Um, but the seven chakras in the in the body, you know, go red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, white. So um, what you do is you, you, you focus on, um, and, and if you're going to do a chakra meditation, um, I, I, would, I would absolutely say, you know, the first thing I would do would be to, to run up the top and then come back down. And what you do is you, you intensify the feeling in each one and you feel it swirling and becoming more and more pure and then you go on to the next one and then you, you go all the way to the crown and then you come all the way back. Um, there are those that say that the best way to do a chakra meditation is to um, start with the start with the very bottom, the the root chakra, and then the next one would be the crown, and then you would go to the second chakra, and then you would go to the third eye, and then you would go to the third chakra, and you would go to the throat, and then you you would bring it all together at the heart chakra. Um, many people who do meditations use that technique because that keeps you grounded and that keeps you um it keeps you the root chakra of course is grounded in the earth and the 
and the crown chakra is open to the cosmos. So, so that basically you're bringing um, as below, so above together into the heart and then allowing it all to explode into the bridge that you're looking for. Um, lots and lots of different ways. I, you know, it, it's, you know, I kind of am burbling here, but, but there are so many cool things. And, and I actually, the one that appealed to me the most when I was going through all of this was sleep meditation. <laughs> um, and it's it's kind of you, you do need an instructor for that apparently, um, but but to me that's you know because because I have trouble going to sleep sometimes. So if I had somebody talking me into going into sleep and going into, um, they, they utilize the delta waves for that. Usually you have alpha alpha beta theta, and um, alpha is is basically where we normally are in sleep. Um, interesting people who are um, animal whisperers um, are able to get into alpha more rapidly than other people. And if you can, if you can put yourself into an alpha state, if you're going to be working with animals, they will respond to you more greatly. A huge study done on that, and I thought that was fascinating. Um, guided meditations are cool, except you're relying on another person to do that. Um, I'm going back to sleep meditation because I think that's really cool. I would imagine you could get somebody who really does good meditations to guide you into a deep state of sleep. Now, um, just, just um, how do I put this? I'm, I'm, I'm trained in hypnotherapy. And I found that when I was you know, going through the, the schooling, the training for the hypnotherapy, Basically, what hypnosis is, is a very deep level of meditation. And, um, and, and so I would think that that's where sleep meditation takes you. Um, hypnosis, of course, you know, has somebody guiding you and has somebody, um, you know, searching for, for information inside of you. And, and certainly if you're in that deep state of meditation, then, then it is your higher consciousness that is speaking through you and your ego no longer is there. And, and if you have a good hypnotherapist, you can find the reasons for lots of things out real fast. Um, okay, I've read you shouldn't listen to guided meditations if you're sleepy. There's nothing wrong with listening to guided meditations, whether you're sleepy or, or um, wide awake. Um, the the problem is that that um actually there's no problem it because if you're if you're if you're asleep then your ego is actually not not as functional so i would i would suspect that during those times you know of sleep that there there, there was a study once where you you put a recorder under your pillow and you listened to stuff you know you were studying while you were asleep and because you were asleep and you you didn't have the exterior um the exterior distractions that you actually were able to retain the material um, far better. Um, past life regression is is um, is interesting if the person doing it is is good. Um, you you have to be careful in this field. You have to um, you know to sign up for a workshop on past life regression is is in my opinion not a smart thing to do. Um, if you're if you're looking into past lives of your own, 
There's nothing wrong with you finding out about your past lives. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I'm just saying, please do it with someone who is very responsible, someone who has credentials. And, 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 and then you know that the, you, you've had, we've all had, here's my problem. We've all had millions of past lives, probably. I've never seen a list of how many there were, but I'm just assuming it's millions because it goes from the beginning of time. Um, in some of them, we have not been kind. We have not been good. I, you know, I, I'm sure that, that and, and I'll use me as an example, I'm sure that I have been in past lives at some point in time a mass murderer. I've, I've created atrocities, and, and, and I do believe that, that the reason that I am so against a lot of stuff is because I have experienced what it's like to do it and seen the pain it caused, and therefore um, I, would, I would, you know, you know it, it, we've experienced everything. We've been, we've been my term, priests and, pro, we've been priests and prostitutes. We've been, you know, kings and queens, and we've been as poor as they come. So that so that if what you're doing is is an uncontrolled saying, okay, give me my past lives, you could be overwhelmed with horrible stuff. You could you could feel great sadness about you know the ills you have done to the world. Um, you need someone to make sure that you you are focused on on solving a problem or finding out an issue, not just casually. Oh, give me my last couple of past lives because you don't know what you've done. When I give people past lives, I always look for ones that have positive qualities that they brought into this lifetime. But, but I'm focused on that aspect when I go into their energy. I'm not trying to look at the, the bad things that they've done because we've all done them. So it's, it, it, it can be, you know, please be careful when you're, when you're doing stuff like this because you want to make sure that, that if, if past lives are something that you really, you know, feel a burning desire to, to, to go go into on your own, then make sure you're focused on, on looking for answers to situations that you have going on in this lifetime, the phobias that you have, fears that you have, whatever, and, and the past lives may give you the answer to that or they may not. So um, it, it's, it's um, I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm just saying be careful if you do it. You know, you, you certainly have the the power within you to to um, do anything you want to do. Sometimes, though, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Um, and, and I don't feel. I think that if we had the capabilities of everything we have brought into this lifetime, we would absolutely blow the planet up in about a heartbeat and a half. So. Um, so, so it's 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 something you don't want to play with, but um, again, meditations too, which are kind of cool, and and you know during during those you during those you draw energy in and you focus it on on, on different parts of your body. You and, and it's really it's usually advised that you you kind of go in order you, you, to make sure you don't miss something. And, and just, you know, go from the feet up, from the toes and, you know, the, the ankles and then the knees and the hips. And, you know, you work your way, pardon me, you work your way up and down the body. And um, it, it's, there's even laughing meditations, which I think are really cool. Um, and And I've always said laughter is actually the best medicine. And um, with this one, um, this has an instructor, and, and 
you know, they tell the person to laugh, and as they continue laughing, the, the laughter becomes contagious. It absolutely becomes contagious. Sometimes you don't even know what you're laughing at, but everybody else is, and so it, it you just go along with it. And it's a wonderful type of, I wouldn't call it a meditation, but it, it does, I know I know of of a woman who literally cured herself of cancer by laughing her way through it. And and she did. She spent she spent probably eighteen hours a day laughing um, at at funny movies, at television. You know, if 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 you weren't going to share laughter with her, you just weren't invited in. And um, let's see where else there actually is. Believe it or not, um, a workbook for dummies on meditation, which is kind of cool. Um, I I I like to try to. Um, when I when I am doing meditation, I like to sort of focus on, you know, where are we in the universe, and and how can we better help one another, and 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 you know, try to see just just where humanity is going to be going, not not in a prophetic type of way or a prognosticative state, but but you know, how can we better serve all of all of you, all of all of the cosmos. You know what? What's our purpose? Where are we going? I haven't gotten the answer yet. If I do, I'll let you know. But um, there, there is a sense here of of knowing that that there is. I call it a cosmic brotherhood, and and you know, and and I am want to put any label on anything because people get overwhelmed with it. Um, a lot of years ago, I started using the term. Um, someone who's um they serve the light you know they're a light worker and and suddenly i'm hearing and and i don't think i started it i think i just i just randomly heard it somewhere and then lots of other people did too and then 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 the next thing you know is everybody's a light worker and they don't even know what the heck they're talking about and and then there then then there are those, those that say they're on spiritual pathways and when you start to talk to them they you understand that they don't understand what spirituality is and you know that's why i'm so tickled to death that so many of you really want to you know get information on it and learn about it and connect to it within your own life because because you know having that foundation means that that you're you're going to be able to help a lot of people out you're going to be you're going to change your life and you're not going to change your life because i said so and you're not going to change your life because um because it's in the book or anything like that it it's just that that it just it happens when you when you start to to start to understand what's going on what what all of this is that that we're not here um by accident we all are placed on purpose and we've chosen to be here and we will choose to be here again i'm sure and and i know i can hear some of you already saying well this is my last lifetime on this planet i'm not coming back here and no, your personality is definitely not coming back here, but I, I would hazard a guess that, that that your your spirit is going to absolutely um journey this way yet again. Um the the moving meditations, um I I highly, highly, highly advise all of you to try some of the moving meditations. And and the one that I have tried is um Tai Chi. And um no, I tried two types. I've tried Tai Chi and I've tried um I've tried walking uh doing doing um walking labyrinths. Um 
the the Tai Chi was was amazing in that when you when you learned the the, the proper way to hold your hands and everything and move that that with Tai Chi you feel energy run in your body immediately and and the, the joy of of you know feeling energy run in your body is one of the coolest things ever so so that if you want to experience you know those things that you can't see but that you can actually feel and be uh tai chi would be one one aspect of of um of meditation that that would would help you to feel and know that you were you were plugged in, that you were a part of an energetic field, that there was a flow, and you were part of that flow for the amount of time you were doing that particular form. It's it's energizing. It's the coolest thing ever. Do I do it now? No. Um, my car accident gave me vertigo, and I found that when when I was parts of um, Tai Chi classes, I I lost my balance easily, and I and I always took someone down with me because I wanted to fall on someone. I didn't want to fall by myself, so um, I got banned. Um, the other cool form of of walking meditation that I've done is the is the walking labyrinth, and th- they're all over the place. They are they are. Um, if you just Google walking labyrinths, you can find them almost anywhere. And a walking labyrinth is usually um, in the, well, I've seen them outside, you know, in huge fields. I've seen them in churches. I've seen them, um, actually, I have a, a walking meditation around my garden. My garden is a series of, it's a, le- it's a series of 11 um, groupings of 11 steps, and it goes all around my garden. And if you if you go through it, Twice you do body, mind, and spirit, and and you it's 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 in it, the kind that I have that I designed because I designed it. You know, I'm an expert in this kind. Um, every step is a thought, and every step is a focus on 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 greater beauty within the universe. It's not on a problem. It's on um, it, it's on beauty. It's on love. It's on peace. And if if you're just saying that word over and over again, and then when you when you feel it a part of yourself, you move on to the next step, um, and and you compassion, harmony, love, balance. What what you know, a different word for each each step. Um, my my um, I had I had a family here, and they were um, fundamental Christians. So they they were not so much into anything that I did, but but you know we just avoided that topic. And um, they had two kids, and the kids said, "Well, what are the stepping stones for?" And I said, "Oh, that's a happy path." And and they asked me, you know, how do you walk it? And I said, "Okay, every step you have to think a happy thought." And the first time around, you think of happy thoughts. Second time, you you think of things you love. And the third time, you think of people you love. And these were two little kids. They were seven years old. And we watched them for 45 minutes as they, with great intent, took every step. And when they were all done, you could see that there was a look. um, They glowed. It was really the coolest thing ever. And their mother said, I've never seen them focused or or concentrate that long on anything that wasn't on television or a cartoon. So, um, and... And it works that way for anybody. I mean, if if you wanted to do that kind of, um, usually what they are is picture a spiral. 
And what you do is you walk the spiral going into the center, and that is symbolic of, of going into your own center. And as you quietly walk it going into the center, you, you, you pause every, every few steps and you just take, take a couple of deep breaths. You clear your mind and you clear your focus and you get to the very, very center. And, and it symbolizes you being inside the center of the core of that which you are of you being in touch with your higher consciousness and, and your connection with, with the creator and, and the ultimate. And, and then you walk back out and, and, and taking with you that knowledge, that feeling of joy, that feeling of compassion as you spiral out into the here and the now. Um, it's, you, you don't have to have a formal meditation pathway. All you need to do is have a, a large enough space so that you can slowly and with, with, with you know, you, you, you slowly walk in that spiral to get to the very center. And, and when you get to the very center, you stand there and you feel bathed in the knowledge and the awareness that you are a part of all of creation. And you stand there as long as you want just soaking in the energy, and then as you turn around and walk to go back outside, you take that, that energy with you. You spiral it out with you. You take that, and you're creating a light bridge of sorts. You're creating a bridge and a connection to the higher consciousness within you and the, and the, and, and the um, infinite consciousness of the whole universe. It's, it's amazing. Um, lots of churches have them in, in their floors, you know, they, they, they literally have the, the, the walking meditation um, laid in, in tiles in their floors. And um, lots of times they have it open to the public so that they can, you know, go in and walk it. Um, there are a lot of meditation centers that have um, walking meditations in, in fields outside of them. I know I found one, um, it's not real close, it's like half an hour from where I live. And you don't have to... You don't have to pay any money to do it. You just you just go and you do it, and it's in a field. You don't have to take classes. You don't have to join. It's another one of those things. The things that are of a true spiritual nature don't cost any money. And and so often we have been pummeled with 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 our our reality as it is. That that the more you pay, the more you get. That's that's poppycock for want of the word that almost came out it was totally non appropriate. But but it's garbage. And and you know, it's sort of like um I know there are people out there teaching all sorts of things and, and they're well known people and they have lots and lots of money and the classes that they give are very expensive. And this is one of those cases where the more money you, you spend, the more money you put out there does not is not in direct proportion to what you get people that that are there to give it away and and that are walking their talk the 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 ones you want to you want to you know sidle up to and and take notes for a while it's it's but meditation really really cool and there were so many really 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 um Good, good pieces of, of of information that that I gave you. I, as a matter of fact, I think I love the fact that I'm pulling this information together because I'm learning so much from all of this. Um, all religions practice some form of meditation. They all have their own symbols and stories and teaching. And 
Um, it's 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 amazing. I, I think the one that that that, that I was actually um, drawn to was Judaism, and um, the Kabbalah means to receive and to reveal, and and their symbolic code is is really. Um, it is really a cool one. Um, the central symbol of Kabbalah is the cosmogram, and it's the tree of life, and it's composed of 11 spheres, um, and one of which is hidden, interconnected by 22 pathways, and each of these little um, 11 spheres there's a different God name representing different aspects of the divine. So there's the crown, wisdom, understanding, knowledge, um, severity, mercy, beauty, victory, glory, foundation, kingdom, and kingdom. And, um, and, and they're all, you know, they have colors and numbers. And um, I, I, would, I, I would suggest you take a look at that tree of life because it, um, it, it basically... Um, it is a wonderful symbol to look at and understand that each of those little circles in the tree has has a word connected to it. Twenty two is a master number, and um, so you know it's 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 kind of fascinating that they pulled that into it. Um, they they they, they um, put different colors to the different um, the the different. Um, of the different spheres, so I would take a look at that. Um, it, it's it's a pretty it's an intricate pattern, but one could make it a a mind path of a mind. You could walk your mind through the pathway, and and what it, what happens when you're doing uh, a labyrinth or or one of these kind of walking meditations. They even have little things you could, that are handheld that, that are a spiral and you, 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 you take a cursor and you just you, you slowly follow the cursor in to the center of, of the, the uh, labyrinth that's on the paper and then you, 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 you breathe your way through it and you do it um, sometimes with a pencil or a stylus. And instead of actually walking it yourself, I find that actually physically walking it is uh, for me was was a very exciting process and I did find that I got a great deal out of it. I also found that um I could do it with my eyes closed because I knew where my feet were supposed to go. And that was an exciting thing for me. Um it's different for everybody, but but I try on a few of these because they really they really look um they look very very exciting. Christianity in and of itself, um, I didn't, and I, I, I was brought up and, and I was a Protestant. Um, I don't find that, that, that there is as much meditation in Christianity as there is in Judaism or Buddhism or Hinduism. But, but even the Native Americans, um, when, when they, they talk about, um, the wind and the rain and 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 the forest and and listening and becoming a part of it and and in many cases when they've had to kill an animal for meat or for the skin or whatever they 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 thank and they tell the the animal that they're sorry and they thank them and they let them know that their their life has not been in vain and and i mean it it's their 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 whole lives the natives the native americans their whole lives were a meditation 
um, if we had taken the time to understand that, a lot of stuff would be a lot of would be very different now. <clears throat> um, so, and then then I I threw in that that hundred benefits of meditation because um, it it they're all true. Every single one of them. I mean, some of, they went to extremes. Um, I think they set the goal to to actually um, finding a hundred things that 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 are a benefit to meditation. And and but but the best of it is, um, it, it's not time consuming. It's there's no negative side effects. And the bottom love line is it you know it's free and it makes you feel better and it helps you. It enriches your life on so many different levels. Now, not all of us are are ever going to be to the level of of Jesus or Krishna or Buddha or any of them, but you have the potential. I mean, it's not like you can't. It's just a matter of are you going to utilize um what you're getting from from meditation and and the purpose of meditation is to come to that cosmic awareness, to find that bridge, to cross that bridge inside of yourself, to leave your ego and your mind on the one side and to, and, and to embrace the part of you that is part of, of all of reality, the, the, the consciousness, the cosmic consciousness, the, 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 the uh, attachment to the, to, the, um, to the God part of you. And, and you know it, it's inappropriate, you know, to to kind of um, y- you can't go around saying I am God because they will put you away. But but the reality is that you have the attributes, you have all you need, you have that Christ consciousness, if you want to call it that. You have cosmic consciousness. It's all there. It's inside of every single one of us. Nobody got less than anybody else. We all got a full quota of it. And and I think that on some level, it's fascinating to see how many people actually reach for it and how many people continue to want to give their power away to, um, you know, I've often said, you know, if, you're, if your prayers are sent to, a, to an old man with a white beard sitting on a cloud, you know, forget it. Because that's not where God is. God's inside. And... And it's sort of like surrendering to that part of the God within, to that consciousness within, and allowing that part of you to manifest within reality, to walk that philosophy. That's what makes you a spiritual person. And, and you know, nobody will ever wear a tag or, or wear a, a name thing, or you won't get a certificate for your wall, but but you will be known by your actions and your deeds. Not necessarily your words, because words can be very empty, but by your actions and your deeds will you be known. And and it's it's sort of like you don't worry about anybody else. You just take care of yourself. And that, that doesn't mean that you don't take care of children and ailing parents and all of that stuff. Of course you do. That's silly. But, but it, it's... You, you don't look to have other people even recognize that you're spiritual. That's not important. You have to be in the moment. You have to be what you are. And and it doesn't matter if anybody recognizes it. That's, that's okay. So long as you are knowing, and, and, and that's, that's the part of... of 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 doing this work, of, of even, I choke on it, but being psychic, um, 
when you're when you have that that capacity, when you've tuned into that level, you you can't explain how you know. You just know. And that's what happens with with meditation, with being on a spiritual pathway, with tapping into higher consciousness and accessing that power and that light and that love and, and, and all of the, the wonderful ebullience that is connected to all of it. You can tell a person who is spiritual by their deeds and by their actions. Um, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. And you can't go through life judging other people. God knows I do as much of it as anybody else does, but you shouldn't. And and you just never know who has that realization and is walking it and who doesn't. And it it's it's you know you, you just can't judge. It's not right. You can't do it. You can do it and it it messes things up and it screws with your head, but we do it anyhow from time to time. But but it's not a matter of judging someone it's more a matter of knowing someone that was well put it's not a matter <laughs> of of judging it's a matter of knowing and it's by your actions and your deeds are you known you can identify other people on spiritual pathways as well but the reality is their pathway may may be taking them in other directions than yours are i mean it, as many people as there are on this planet is as many different ways that the spiritual pathway is, is trod. And always it's a new pathway and always it's a different pathway. But, but how you proceed along that pathway, you can do it in, in a physical reality where, where, where you just have this reality around you and that's all you know and that's all you experience. And, and frankly, having come from that place, it, it it's 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 often cold and it's often isolate, or you can open to the spiritual aspect of of your trip and your pathway and your journey, and you can have all sorts of cool stuff happening all over the place. Now, does the cool stuff and 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 the magic? I mean, it doesn't make me any richer with money. I mean, but 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 it makes me so rich on another level. It's unbelievable. Um. It won't help me pay my taxes by any means, shape, or form. But, but the richness that that I get from from trying to intently walk this pathway um, and doing it with joy and laughter um, is is amazing. Um, the the other thing that I do want to caution you about is that that we have been taught, we have been brought up over time, and those of us that have had traditional religious backgrounds um, have definitely been taught it that 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 communication with God is is a religious experience that it has to be ritualized that it is something that that you know you practice in a church. And again, I'm throwing out poppycock um, in deference to another term. Um, you, you have to understand that, that it's meant to be joyful. It's not meant to be something where something is held over your head. You have all of this available to you, no matter what you are, no matter who you are, no matter what job you have, no matter what career you've chosen, you, you have it all there inside of you. You have to work to get to it and embrace it, 
but once there and once embraced, it enriches your life and your and your and all aspects of your reality tremendously. It, it, you know, it's not held back. It's you. Do, you only get it if you donate this much money, or you only get it to you if you practice certain things that I tell you to do. Um, it's there and it's free and it's yours to 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 utilize within your reality and it's yours to to make your life and and your whole reality far richer and it's yours to to enjoy with those you love and and share with love all of the cool stuff that it brings in i can't tell you the number of really cool strange weird things that happen when when you you, you tap into that energy and you bring it into your life as much as you can um if I was still teaching in the classroom, I, I wouldn't be able to bring all of this into the classroom, although I, I actually had my kids meditating, and probably today I would, you know, parents would sue me. But when I did it, it was a long time ago. But, but you, you use it as is appropriate, and, and you try to blend it in with your ego, and you try to um, ease your ego out of a lot of places where it doesn't belong. And you find that there is a greater flow to your life. Now, meditation is a form of creativity. It opens that channel for creative energy to flow through you into your life and manifest and change things and move things along faster. Those people who meditate um, often have things unfolding within their physical reality a lot faster than those who don't. And sometimes, you know, two people can have the same job, be, 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 be identical twins, let's say. And one of them doesn't meditate and one of them does. And, and as they get older and older and older, the one that meditates has a richer life than the one that doesn't. And the one that doesn't has a lovely life, you know, has good money and all of that stuff. But the other one has that added access of understanding the part of creation and the wonder and the joy of, of you know, being a part of all of this and, and you know, on and on and on. And, and so these two identical people who have identical lives almost, one will die earlier than the other most probably because the joy of, of having that spiritual energy flow through you keeps you happier, keeps you alive longer. Now, there are, there are spiritual people that die young, that, that does happen, that's their choice, that's exactly what they've aimed at and that's what they've done and when they finish what they're supposed to do here, they move on. But there's not pain and suffering, there's not fear and agony, there's not, there's, there's, it's a richer way of living. And if you, if you reach for it, if you try to build that bridge, if you use the meditation process and, and open yourself up to those aspects of creation and those aspects of love and those aspects of all of the good stuff, um, they do flow into your life. Do they do it immediately? They can. They can. It can be an epiphany and everything can flow through you and, and, you know, everything can start to go in the right direction. And, and then, then there are those of us that, that struggle like crazy. I mean, I, I can remember going to an ashram once and because of the car accident I had, I wasn't able to sit on the floor for two hours. And, you know, I said, if I can just lean against a wall, I'll be okay. And it was, no, no, you have to sit. You have to face this direction and you can't have anything behind you. And I, I looked at him and I said, so you're telling me that unless I do it your way, I won't be doing it at all. And they said, yes, absolutely. And, you know, I walked out. 
Now, I had to wait in the car for the other people, but um, I had a great nap. And I had a great meditation. Medication. I had a great meditation. And when they came out, you know, some of them had backaches and some of them had a headache from all of the chanting and everything. And, and I was just bouncing and ready to go. And they said, well, what did you do for all that time? I said, I meditated out here. And I said, the bells went off and uh, the water, you know, the waterfalls were trickling. And aside from the fact I had to go to the bathroom 10 times and, and the wind in the trees, um, meditation is something you can do in five minutes or five hours. You know, it's, it's a matter of, of practicing it. it what, all it is is a bridge. And once you know where the bridge is, it's easier to get there every time. And so you can find yourself catching, you can meditate on a train going into, into work or whatever, or on a bus. Don't do it while you're driving a car. Bad thing. But now that I've said that, um, I've talked a number of times about the paradiddle. And the paradiddle is a form of meditation. And it, it, brightens, you know, it it balances the left and right hemisphere of your brain. It is a form of meditation and it does calm you and it does focus you and it is, it's really cool. Now, all you have to do is remember the word paradiddle and, and you, you tap with, with your um, left hand, right hand, you know, it's left, right, left, left, right, left, Right, 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 left, right, right, left, right, left, left, and you 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 say that over. You, you don't say it, but you tap it you, you with your hands. So if you if you're on the steering wheel, it's right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left, right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left, and and it, tapping that for five to ten minutes will calm you down, will refocus your brain, will give you greater energy, and it's a form of meditation. And all you have to do is remember, paradiddle, 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 paradiddle. Paradiddle becomes your mantra, and you reinforce it with your hands by either tapping on the table or tapping on your legs or or wiggling your toes right and left on, 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 you know, your big toe, right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left. You can do it any way you want to. There is no wrong if it works for you. I have found myself caught in traffic doing the paradiddle, and before I knew it, I was where I belonged. I have um, been frightened about going into, well, I haven't been frightened lately, but a long time ago, um, I I was in, in court a number of times. And I found that, that sitting and waiting for everything to happen, if I had my hands on my, my legs, I was right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left, right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left. And, and before I knew it, there was a calm that, over, that, that, that overcame me. And, and because I can't just you know, do it without thinking, I, I probably can now, but at the time I couldn't. It, I was constantly saying, para-diddle, 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 para-diddle. And it became a mantra. And I was in a huge courtroom with lots of people all around, people walking all around. I didn't hear or see any of it. I just calmed down. And that's that's a side effect of of meditation. But, you know, once you've gotten something under your belt, absolutely go out there and try other stuff.
Um, some of it will work for you. Some of it won't. Some of it you just get a good nap. Some of it you'll organize your closet. There, there are so many different ways to experience this. So many different ways to access this, this channel, this wonderful magic that you carry inside. It's just phenomenal. Um, and I'm hopeful that if any of you have had questions, you've typed them into the um, to the chat room or or whatever. And you know, I, I kind of you know would love to um, have answered whatever questions you might have had. Um, if you have any other questions, <laughs> um, contact me. You all know my my email address because I can't seem to get anything mailed out appropriate these days. Um, and and uh, and by the way, that that link that I sent you was um, was to a part to a page on my website, which which dealt with UFOs and government stuff. It, it was interesting, but frankly, I I meant to send you the address for this. I'll try to do better next time. Um, I, I'm I'm thinking that next next week we're going to go either into creativity or dreams. I can't decide which. Maybe I'll meditate on it. <laughs> Um, I would love for all of you to um, to that to to sir. Oh, has it been my general meditation? Is re- yes, absolutely. Um, as a matter of fact, meditation energizes me to the point that I can't go to sleep. So I wouldn't use it as a as as something to you know. If I'm if I am involved in any sort of meditative experience. Um, I come out energized, and, and it's very much like when I do the, the, the shows where I do the channeling. You know, that's, that's to me a meditation. That I cross that bridge. I go to that spot inside of me, and I am so energized that it's, it's, um, un- unbelievable, um, it's unbelievable um, the, the, the benefit it has to it. Now, does it mean that I could go without sleep for a long period of time? Probably not, but it, it does mean that, that um, I, I am ener- energized and if I start to feel, usually if I feel tired, I take a nap, but, um, but there, are, there are times when you, you need to have that extra edge on everything and, and doing a meditation helps. Um, I, I, I'm not sure that I would say that meditation would replace sleep because your body does need a certain amount of sleep every night. And for a while, you can, you can certainly edge out, you know, let go of sleep. But at some point in time, you're going to have to crash. So I, I wouldn't use it in place of it when, when I was doing the deck of cards. I was getting up at 8 in the morning, 7 in the morning. I was going to school. I was teaching a full day. I was home by four in the afternoon. I would paint till four in the morning, and I would sleep for till till um, six or seven o'clock, and get up and go back to work. So, so I think that there there are times when yes, you can you can use meditation to to sort of get you through periods of time that you have to get through. It's certainly of benefit. It certainly works, and and I highly recommend it. Um, and I would love for for you guys to to actually, you know, bring some bring some experiences back next week, so that so that maybe we can hear about how some of you have um, utilized it. And and do understand that meditating and praying are two very very different things. When you are praying, you are you are asking intervention from a more powerful source. 
when you meditate, you become that powerful source. So, so choose. I mean, I'm not saying don't pray. Every I, I pray, but but the reality is, you know, and I have to remind myself, you know, I I am responsible. I have to take responsibility for everything that comes my way and for everything that I do. Um, have I ever? Okay, have I ever mixed energy work with meditation? Um, energy work. I, I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. Um, I'm a Reiki master, and yes, I have, because when I scan someone, when I am working on someone, when I am scanning someone, I totally go into that spot, and I, and I then am in the higher consciousness, and when I'm in that place, utilizing the Reiki energy, I'm able to see not only where there are blocks or where there are problems, but what causes them, whether it's this life or a past life. If it's a past life, I know what it is, and I can talk to the person about that at a later time. Um, so, yes, um, I, have, I have combined um, Reiki with, with awaking, obviously, meditation, but I go into the energy, I go into the Reiki energy, and the Reiki energy becomes the meditation. And I flow with that energy, and, and therefore I am experiencing you know, it that way. And I'm not sure um, if that's what you meant, but that's the only way I have, I have ever used energy work with meditation. Um, actually, you can, you can use um, a meditation to energize yourself, to bring a greater flow of energy into your body. Absolutely, you can do that using a chakra meditation or, or make your own up. You know, there's, there's no wrong to any of this. It's all right. If it works for you, it's all right. You know, provided it's not against the law or against somebody's moral whatever. Um, and and so um you know just you know be as strange as you want to just don't break any laws and and make sure that you're all consenting adults when you, if you're sharing a meditation or something um it it's there's 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 such a, a vast amount of material here to explore and i gave you only a teeny bit of it and i know it was like 50 60 pages and i i don't apologize at all because i i have a feeling that when we come to some of the other areas i'm going to give you books as well but i did run off all the material i have you know so far covered and i'm amazed and um and yet I've learned a great deal from all of this, too, and I, I, I certainly am always open to you guys asking questions or calling in and asking a question on the phone. Um, I learn from your questions, and I know that sounds strange, but but if you have a question and it's something that I haven't actually thought about, I just go over that bridge and get the answer. And so I learn from your questions as much, hopefully, as you might. 